Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. The first way that man sailed the world's oceans was, of course, by sailing ship, a very eco-friendly way of travelling. But a new ship has just made the voyage all around the world using nothing but solar power. The vessel is a very advanced ship with over 500 square meters of solar panels covering its surface, and it is a very sleek design so that it has the least possible water resistance too. It made the round-the-world trip in 585 days, so it wasn't exactly built for speed either. It is very unlikely that the ship will become a prototype for other solar-powered sea vessels, especially as this one cost over 100 million Hong Kong dollars to build. But at least science has proven that it is possible to sail around the world with no power except from the sun. We use our brains to think and to organize everything else that our bodies do too. But actually, knowing which part of our brains is used for what purpose is an ongoing process for research scientists. We generally think that the left side of the brain is the side that dominates logical and processing type thought. Then the right side of the brain is more in charge of artistic and creative fields. That is the reason why most scientists believe why some people are more creative while others are more logical, as one side of their brain is more dominant than the other. But it's much harder to say that if one side of your brain is bigger than the other, then you would be more creative or more logical. It seems to be some combination of the two sides that makes any person have the characteristics that they do. Along with countless other factors and processes going on in the brain at any one time, we are still a long way from understanding the brain, which remains the most powerful supercomputer on the planet. Think of many sci-fi movies based in the distant future, and they will mostly have some sort of particle beam to move people or objects from one place to another. The idea is fairly straightforward. As something is converted into energy at one point, that energy then transferred to another point, and then the object is reconstituted there. But the practicalities of making that happen are immense. We still don't fully understand what the basic building blocks of matter are, and we would need to know exactly what those are before we can deconstruct them and then reconstruct them somewhere else. But some progress has been made in recent years by not transferring the mass of the object from one place to another, but to copy the information of that object and then transfer that to the remote place. However, that involves complex ethical issues of whether that is cloning something. But all the research in this area so far has not even come close to teleporting objects yet. For that, we'll have to rely on science fiction TV and movies. The way that our homes are connected to the outside world is changing quickly. There are more internet-based TVs on the market, 
and already it is possible to have cookers and refrigerators that are connected to the internet. But a new device is being marketed to enable older devices to also be internet enabled. The device is able to send information to a remote computer about whether a light is off in your home or if you may want to turn the cooker on before you get home. Although there are many new end products like cookers that connect to the internet, this new device is supposed to work with old devices too, so that you don't have to buy a new fridge for it to be internet ready. It has always been a dream of people to be able to talk with animals. However, the majority of animals don't have a structured language such as people use, even though those animals might be highly intelligent. Recently, there has been progress made with gorillas using iPads to communicate with people, and now it is hoped to make a similar device so that we can communicate with dolphins. We know that dolphins are particularly intelligent. But their language of clicks, whistles, and pulses are often out of the range of the human ear, and so decoding them is really hard. But a new gadget is being tested that records and emulates the sounds that we can't hear from dolphins ourselves, and so the hope is that this could lead to some sort of two-way communication device between man and dolphins. That is an incredible hope. And the idea of being able to actually have a dialogue with another intelligent creature using a completely different language is an amazing prospect. And that's it for the Teen Time Science blog for this week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world.